What up, God children? Welcome back to another episode of The Scary Godmothers. Today is another exciting installment of Her Story, the series where we talk about incredible women from around the world in their lives. I'm your scary godmother, Mal. And I'm your scary godmother, Adele. And are we ready? Yes, we are. All right, so today we are going to dive right in and talk about Tamar, the Great of Georgia. What, what? So the story of Tamar actually begins before she was even born. And of course, you know, I love a little history lesson. So in so modern-day Georgia, like other countries, is not the same today as it was back in the medieval ages, right? The medieval ages. The medieval. Age. The medieval. Georgia was not a uniform, uniformed state. Mm-hmm. Um, so this area nestled between the Caucasus Mountains is surround was surrounded by feudal regions. Okay, and there were some at war, some at peace, some converted to Islam um, due to like all the conquests, and then some were you know uh, converted to Christianity. So they were all pretty different and warring and fighting and yeah, and some were at peace. It was just so, kind of like that. that yeah. Kind of oh, up medieval. in there. Yeah, it was Agent. medieval. But regardless, these states were interconnected because, you know, trade and that. Because trade's a thing. It trade's a thing. And heavily influenced by Greeks, Persians, Romans, Turkish, and Arab influences. Okay. So, towards the end of the 9th century, after decades of shifting powers and geopolitical situations, the result was the uh, establishment of the Bagradid dynasty. The Bagradids sought to unify the region and be more diplomatic than their predecessors. They entered into political alliances via marriages, reformed militaries, and played offensive foreign policies. Okay, so they were doing the damn thing. They were doing it. They were getting up in there. They liberated uh, cities from the Seljuk Turk attacks, Mm -hmm. and they gained independence from the Byzantine Empire, all while expanding their borders. They were busy. They were busy. And this was kind of like the the start of the golden age of the kingdom of Georgia. And it actually began with David the Builder in 18... Uh, I'm sorry, in 1089. What a name. David the Builder. David the Builder. Oh, yeah, David. Okay. But it was actually brought to its zenith. What a great word. Zenith. zenith. Um, under Queen Tamar. Hell yeah, it was. So let's get into the story, right? George III of Georgia had a problem. He had no male heirs. No sons, and his only nephew was blinded and castrated by a rebel. Oh. So, not fit to be a king. Mm-hmm. George, George III did something very unique. He made his eldest daughter, Tamar, crowned co-monarch in 1178 CE, in front of the entire Georgian court. For six years, the father and daughter ruled together. However, after her father died, Tamar faced opposition from the nobility and the bishops. Boo! Um... For, for, like, you know, climbing to power, yeah. for being the sole monarch. Be nice to my girl Tamar. Be nice, because she... She was a badass, she right? She was a badass. She has to be a badass. So, Georgia at this time had never had a female monarch before, and let alone a young one at that. People questioned her legitimacy, they tried to exploit her, and they used her as a stepping stool for more power. And like her family before her, Tamar was the diplomat. Yes, she was. So in the early years of her reign, she actually did try to appease as many people as she could. So like at the request of senior nobilities, she got rid of all of her father's appointees, and then she replaced them with their choices, right? So she was really surrounded by people the nobility had agreed Mm -hmm. to, you know, her advisors. Um, and she even married who the nobility and the bishops agreed to, a one Yuri Androvich Boglobuski. And I don't mind saying his name wrong because he is a 
dick. Dickhead. Um, but Yuri, for sure. Was, it, was an exiled Russian duke. Boo. And while Yuri was a great military leader, he was not a great husband. Ugh. It was not a happy union. She was a queen, and she wanted to be viewed as a queen. And Yuri did not like that. That reminds me of that like scene from The Crown of Only Seen on, on TikTok where he, she's like, I'm your queen. And she's like, but... And he's like, but I'm your husband. Whatever. Yeah. She's the queen, bitch. But Tamar was the queen, and she did not like Yuri. Because Fuck Yuri. Yuri. Fuck Yuri. Fuck Yuri. So, fortunately for her, in 1188 CE, an influential, lead, influential leader in the court died. And she quickly replaced her own men to fill top positions in Georgia. So her court was now her own. Mm-hmm. She gave people chances based off merit and not just noble birth. People who supported her and not undermined her. Hell yeah, she did. And while Yuri was gone on like a military campaign, she initiated divorce and got a divorce from her husband. She got a divorce! What? What? Fuck and you, Yuri. she chose her own husband. <gasps> okay. She chose a David Sosalon, who was an Allen prince. Okay. Now this union was happy because David... David. 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 While he was a capable military commander, and but he was Tamar's biggest supporter. Oh my god! He literally did anything his oh, queen wanted. This and hits he, me right in the feels, David. He, he would literally go to war for her. Yes, he would, because he's a military commander, and he would win too. Yeah. So now this couple, because she's good motivation. <laughs> she's great motivation. Tamar is fucking a bad badass. bitch. So this couple had two kids, right? A future King George the Fourth and Queen Rusidon who would actually go on to rule after her brother. Hell yeah, she did. So Tamar, her mom, was setting a precedent. So Queen Tamar consolidated her power and um, her support system, which is really important, um, and she practiced expansionary foreign policies. And while David may have commanded the army, she directed it. She Commander-in-chief! She traveled with her army, giving speeches and of course, praying. It's a uh, big thing in the medieval ages. You gotta pray all the time. And she um, had influence over a lot of military matters. Under her rule, Georgians reached kingdoms unheard of. Tamar brought Georgia to the peak of its power and established a pan-Caucasian empire that went from the Black Sea to the Caspian Sea, from the Caucasus Mountains to Lake Vaughan. And if you don't know how big that is, I will post a picture because that is a huge fucking empire. That's good because I don't know geography, but that sounds badass, bro. And I did not know that, like monarchs could do this, but she actually helped establish another empire. So she helped establish the empire of Trebizond, which was led by her nephews, who she raised in her court after her sister and her husband were overthrown in Constantinople. And uh, that way she expanded her sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. Did not know that empires could be forming other empires. Yeah, but she was a bad bitch. She She, literally could do whatever she she wanted. She literally walked over to the sea and she was like, new landmass. And if she she wanted it, tomorrow she would have gotten it because she was a bad, ethereal bitch. She was. Now, just... She was also very diplomatic. Like I Mm -hmm. said, like her family, like she was taught how to be diplomatic. And so she put a lot of those efforts. Remember, medieval ages, Mm -hmm. religion is a big thing here, right? It's still a big thing. So Tamar put a a lot of effort in Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. which has always been a point of contention. Mm -hmm. So that resulted in Georgian monasteries being protected in Jerusalem. And Georgians were allowed to enter and exit the city despite bans on other Christian pilgrims at the time. They were just like, you know what, Georgians... You're not so bad. Yeah. Come on in. Basically. 
During her reign, Renaissance art flourished in her court. The epic poem by Shada Rustavelli called The Knight in the Panther Skin was an allegory to the golden age of Georgia and a praise to Queen Tamar. Praise Queen Tamar. So I, I'm not going to like I'm say I'm trying it. to snap, but it's not working. <laughs> I'm not going to say the entire poem, but basically when you read the poem, this poet was in love with her. I mean, who would it be? Like he literally, he like he wrote about someone like a queen, you know, under similar circumstances. He didn't use her name, but everybody knew it was about her. Everybody knew. And like, everybody knows. Just... He, like, he was in love with her. And she was someone you could be in love with. She I was do a formidable not, woman. I do not blame that man. She kept powerful families in line, mm-hmm. flourished her kingdom, kingdom's industries, and um, and the commerce, and just increased wealth. And her, you know, expansionary policies paid off because she collected tributes from war and added to the royal treasury. She was getting that bag? She was. But not only that, she was actually known to be very merciful. During her reign, her ex-husband Yuri, oh, fuck Yuri, you, Yuri, led a rebellion against oh, her. Oh, hell no. And her husband David, guess what he did? <laughs> he crushed that fucking rebellion. Oh, yes, he did. But she was a nice woman. So instead of like, you know, hanging Yuri and, you know, prisoning him, she actually let him go back to being exiled. She was like, I really don't care for you. So mm-hmm. fuck off, yeah, Yuri. I Thank you. I got, I got, she got a new man and he is wonderful to her. And I'm so happy about this. Exactly. There and is hope in the world. There is hope for love. Just be like Queen Tamar. I, first, I need to be a queen and I need to get myself a, I need to get myself a military. Um, David. Cap- David. Captain military David. David. <laughs> I need to get myself a military David. This sounds like the beginning of a YA plot. <laughs> I mean, her story, her life literally could she's, be a book. Like, I want, a, I want to watch a movie with her life because it is I awesome. just want to give her a hug, but also kind of just like kneel down at her feet. Yeah. So um, in addition, unlike her father, remember, she was really merciful. Um, she outlawed, tor- outlawed torture, the death penalty, refused to use whipping, blinding and castrations as punishments, which were very common in the medieval ages. Because didn't um, her brother? Her, her, uh. Wait, wait, her uncle? Uncle, uncle yeah, yeah, uncle. Um, and she also approved of remarriages and practiced religious tolerance at a time when that shit was not Not expected. heard of, yeah. And her mercy did not stop there. Even the poor in her country were treated well. Her royal treasury allotted 10% to the lower classes. during And during her reign, people cited this, and this is like quoting during, from that time. The peasants were like nobles. The nobles like princes, and the princes like kings. Wow. Over the centuries, poets praise her virtues. Painters paint her as a wise and as a warrior queen. She's also canonized by the Georgian Orthodox Church as the holy, righteous queen Tamar, and a feast is celebrated for her every year. Tamar used the success of her ancestors to build upon a dynasty. She brought Georgia into prestige and prosperity. She is Tamar the Great of Georgia. And she was hella great. Oh my gosh, I never knew about this. I didn't either. This is amazing. I want to name my firstborn child Tamar. It's so powerful. It's and so she's powerful. Just so powerful. She's so cool, and I just love her. And yeah, she's just a bad bitch I'm, all around. I'm just glad we got to tell you that story, or I got to tell you that story. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about this. I want to know more about her. Yeah, like do your research, people. But what Tamar a, is awesome. What a woman! So thank you all for listening. Listen to Thank scary, you. Listen to Scary Godmothers wherever you get your podcast, and we will be back next week with even more tales and shenanigans and uh, amateur uh, food tasting reviews. Mm-hmm. And until then, all of us are going to be worshiping tomorrow. Thank yes. you for my coming to my TED talk. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.